Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? It is April 17th. I am Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. This is the Fightful Post Smackdown podcast. And I gotta say, a damn good Smackdown was this show. Especially if you tuned in, I don't know, probably the last hour and 40, hour and a half. I thought this, I'd put this up against uh, any Smackdown that I've covered recently because I just had a blast. Uh, reminder, if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash Fightful, you can donate a super chat, get your question or statement read on the air. If you want to ask as many questions as you want, we got FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A show every single week. Go over there and subscribe. But I am joined by Mr. Warren Hayes. We actually filmed some emergency content for Fightful Select. I had an addition to the Hogan Warrior Retro Show that we will not talk about publicly. I mean, we can discuss like vague details, but there was an omission and I called you in an emergency. I was like, we got to do it. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, look, we're not any different. We, in fact, I find we're, we're, we're pretty good. You know, we take the time. We pre-tape our stuff, Sean. We put things in the can. Yes. We're not always flying people around everywhere trying to do live every week or whatever. No, this, that was stupid. But no, no, actually, it was very good. And it is a nice addition to our Hogan Warrior retro review, which I'm I liked it. I, oh, I it was wait. a really good one because the, the the subject material is so good. So for those of you who aren't hip to that, we switched our format a little bit. We talk about a feud or a wrestler or a team. We pick an anchor point, a certain match, and then we start from the beginning and kind of work our way back. If you all want an example, the Shawn Michaels Triple H retro review is up for everybody to watch. And we have done uh, Eddie Guerrero, Art Bar, and Madonna's boyfriend, also known as Louis Spicoli, Rad Radford. And next month we have Jerry Lynn and RVD coming up on Fightful Select. But enough with the Fightful Select plugs. Enough with that. I want to plug my interviews. I got two this week. PJ Black, the former Justin Gabriel, unleashes some juicy info. He straight up says, Warren, hey, uh, not everybody was happy that Marty Skrull got his promotion. 
but Mm -hmm. I think he'll do well. And he talked about how Ring of Honor, who I got to commend them for how they've dealt with things during this, this pandemic, they've been paying people. But at some point, they also flew all their talent in and said, give us ideas. We want to implement them. We are listening to you. And Justin Gabriel says already a hundred of those 140 things that they put on a list have been implemented. Check out that interview. Also, Gregory Iron, amazing, amazing storyteller, that guy. Uh, Being a heel while you have cerebral palsy ain't easy, and we discuss the intricacies of that. It's it's a fantastic talk. It's a long-form talk. Both of them are over 30 minutes each. Check those out free on, uh, on Fightful's YouTube. We've got some super chats, Warren, and some big-ass ones. I got to say, thank you all so much. I was telling Warren off the air, and not to do the peek behind the curtain too much, but Jimmy will let you all know, he doesn't have Fightful to make a million bucks. I mean, he's already got a million bucks. That's how he does things. <laughs> but we he lets us do things the way that we do it in, in a little bit of a different manner, a less clickbaity manner, a less... Uh, a manner that that doesn't happen a lot in wrestling media because of the kind of work that we do. And when you guys send super chats like you have been, especially guys like Throwback and Tim Traver tonight, I can't tell you how much that helps us. That allows us to give raises to our staff. That allows us to bring on more podcasters. That allows us to travel to get interviews for you guys. So I can't tell you how important that is. And Throwback27 is always super generous. He says, thank you guys for everything. With this week being the way it has, a good SmackDown tonight. Uh, we needed to be entertained and enjoy things during the insanity that is our current normal. Today has been tough for me, and listening to you guys makes things a little bit better. Thank you very much, you guys. Throwback is a great dude. We are very lucky to have him as a friend and as somebody who watches our shows. And Warren, he's right. Uh, WWE entertained me tonight. Jesus, this was a good show. This was this was a this was a well paced, well thought out uh, show. I think I find everything was in its right place, and the matches were there. the 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 action delivered. Uh, whatever time was allotted to each match, each match made the most of it. Can't wait to talk about it a little more. They were laying it in tonight, laying it in. It was filthy. At times. And Tim Traver with a monster super chat. Big thank you to him. Uh, one of our longest supporters. He says, I want to say keep up the great work at Fightful. What's wrong with WWE staying open? Uh, or what's wrong with them staying open? Shut down and put some 90s era wrestling shows on until this virus clears up. I, I don't think they'll put old wrestling on just for the term old. I don't think they'll do that. Uh, but... Knowing Vince McMahon, he might be like, oh, that's the only thing anybody wants to see, based on the way he booked his show. But they've got so much content that I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for them to have enough stuff that hasn't aired on broadcast TV and cable TV to run it. Unfortunately, I know that even though USA and Fox don't want necessarily have to have live content, they want new content, Warren. That's for sure. Yeah, that's the main difference here. But you know, there there's so much things there there are, there are so many things that you could do with uh with the with the old content and make and make it new. Uh you know, I've heard uh, you and Jimmy talk about this idea on on the other podcast you guys have uh where uh where where you know you talk about 
putting on old shows and then having uh, old matches and have those wrestlers commentate them, like yeah. walk us through what they were talking about, how they planned out the match. I mean, we, we kayfabe is dead. No need to kayfabe it. Just like, hey, this is what we were talking about. This is what was going on. That could be really, really entertaining. Yeah, I agree. It could be. And uh, th- they do have options. They do have options. But WWE, well, they didn't. They effectively announced. I I assume they they provided the schedule to uh, to the media, at least those who reported it, and said that hey, uh, we're we're doing this for the safety of performers. One week after they said they were going live again, all of a sudden they're they're taping again, Warren. It's almost like it was a bad idea. You know, I've talked about it with a couple with a couple of folks. Um, you. Isn't it strange? And I'm just throwing this out there. Isn't it strange that I'm sorry, Barrios and who was the other VP? Michelle Wilson. Michelle Wilson. Isn't it strange that the minute they leave, or at least not the minute, but once they're gone, Vince starts pulling off all these weird decisions and off the seat of your pants stuff. Kind of, kind of like they were the adults in the room. Kind of as if you know, maybe part of their. Are you their, saying their, they were his filter? You know, maybe they they had the task of talking Vince down a little and be like, well, here's the thing. And that must have been a hefty task. And and it is a two-man task or two-person task, let's be honest, if you're trying to keep Vince McMahon reined in a little bit. It, it, it's very strange. It, it really feels like Vince flew off the handle, decided, now we're doing live, pal, and then – cooler heads sort of aggregated yeah. around him and said, hey, Vince, maybe not because this, this, and that, this, this, and that, and it took him about four or five days to come to his senses. You know what's funny, and I'm not making this a political podcast, but you have Donald Trump touting Vince McMahon and the great. Dana White. Yeah, the great Vince McMahon, who is going to be tasked with helping get our our world started again and, and getting the economy going and stuff. I'm like, okay, so last week he made a rash decision to go live Keep in mind, after after Sheriff showed up and said shut down, and he didn't, mm-hmm. defied the law there, <laughs> allegedly. Actually, not allegedly. No, um, that's... that's not allegedly. The Orange County Sheriff's Department told me and John Alba that that's what they did. So they did that. They went back on that live decision when they realized it was stupid. <laughs> they knew that I knew about their positive COVID test on Wednesday – they didn't release that information until Saturday, and they only released it because I told them I got a memo and I was going to run it. And there were staff that didn't know, mind you, didn't know about this positive COVID test, and were about to be about to come in and out of the Performance Center. So a couple days after that, the XFL, in which he has earmarked hundreds of millions of dollars for, goes bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Then he lays off Hundreds of people, hundreds of people. God damn it, pal. We need this guy to help get our economy going. Got to have it. Got to have it. Just so he can meet profit margins. Yep. Mm. And I, I got people that are saying, why are you on a mission to make WWE look bad? And I'm like, buddy, I do not need to go on a mission. I yep. do not. That's a mini game. That is not a mission. It, it ain't anything. It's It's... Retweet I, I, something they post and click the button. There you go. 
like Radiohead once told us, you do it to yourself, you just, and that's why it really hurts. You do it to yourself. There were a gross amount of people, like, I saw people that were saying, like, oh, they... They had it coming. They were stealing a living. Man, you are a trash person if you're saying Ooh, what? Oh Who was yeah. Stealing a living? Oh Who yeah. Was stealing a about, living? Oh boy. It was it was big on my Twitter. People acting like like these people had it coming because they weren't doing anything. And I'm like, you know that wasn't their choice to not be doing anything, right? They signed wow. with this place. They stayed in shape and they they got to work. Either way, we're gonna talk more about the NXT releases at the end of this show. Big thank you to Tim Traver. Um, I, I agree with you, Tim. I think they should have put a ton of stuff in the can weeks ago. I said that they should have filmed John Cena in like four or five squash matches and sporadically dropped them throughout several months just because why not give the illusion that John Cena is still around, even if you're not going to do anything major with him. Sure. Fox, me, the casual viewer, they'd be like, you know what? John Cena's on here and he's winning a match in two minutes. Sure. Yeah, film a couple of those while you have them. Too late now. Mm. Anakin JMT says, just need to politely correct Warren on something. TikTok has good stuff on it, not just bad stuff. It's just like YouTube and Twitter. It is. I I enjoy trolling about the TikTok, Warren. I... I tweeted out that I was that I'm still not bored enough to download TikTok. Everything I see is young young boys, young girls like dancing. Me. That's something no no younger Sean. And that's something I feel as a grown adult, middle-aged white man I shouldn't be looking at. So it doesn't interest me. However, I did mm. see one guy do a, a fantastic skit about aliens that was absolutely remarkably funny. If it was all like that, I'd download it in an instant. Follow me on TikTok at Sean Ross slaps your mom. That is legit my handle. <laughs> and then what? Okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, there, there's a TikTok. I do a bad boy gimmick on there, Warren, where I say, do you like bad boys? And my wife is off camera and she goes, yeah. And then I rip the tag off a pillow. I mean, it's it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. It's it's not hitting yet. Not getting there with the kids, but you know, we'll get there. We we could we'll probably start a fightful one where we just repost wrestlers TikToks, but whatever. More super chats. Kevin Langhoff said, "Love the show. They work tonight. Excited that Sasha is in a qualifying match. The Mandy story is so good." Sean, would you consider doing a COVID relief donation? They they are available for some YouTubers. If they provided the option, I'm sure. I'm sure we would. Uh, Young Bibby uh, says, "What's the possibility of Liv entering as a SmackDown competitor? I can't think of a third person for the SmackDown side. Don't hold your breath, buddy. Don't hold your breath." But um, Kevin, I agree with you. I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, we have <laughs> we have some more super chats that where Wild Boy says they haven't shown old pay per view matches on Raw or SmackDown in a while. Do you know if they're done with that? They are for now, I'm told, Wild Boy. Uh, but if they get low on stuff, which they're not planning on being that low on stuff, they they will go back to it. <laughs> and then uh, we have some some New Day comments. We will get to those as that segment happens. But Warren, a not great segment happened, and that was the opening segment, Moment of Bliss. Alexa and Nikki come out and brag about their title win. And then Braun smiles on faces. Strowman congratulates them. And his dialogue was so goddamn bad. Oh my God. Is this for me? 
over here, this gift, you didn't have to get me nothing. <sighs> well, here we go again, right, Sean? Here we go again. We're getting we're getting a a a a, a, a champion, a babyface champion that does not correspond to what made him good in the first place. Exactly like they did with Rhea Ripley, pretty much what they ended up doing with with Seth Rollins at the same time. It seems to me that once they become a baby, once a baby face becomes a champion, then it's like you said, smiles on people's faces. Look at me, I'm so I, I'm so thrilled to have this opportunity. I work so hard. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm crossing my fingers that Drew is going to maintain that smugness that he has about him because I don't want him to be too saccharine and sugary. But talking about Braun here. This is not why we like Braun Strowman. We like Braun Strowman because he does crazy feats of strength, because he tosses dudes around, because he's invincible. He's an angry guy. He's the monster. The monster among men shouldn't be sitting around sipping coffee with uh, with people and chatting while having a big smile on his face. Come on, I, team, little big. <laughs> I mean, I like I like that. I, you know, the the little nudge, the little wink. But the whole thing was so extremely contrived because Alexa Bliss could have been just like. Braun, that I don't know how that got there. I, yes. That's not me. I He's, don't know what that is. It could have felt a lot more natural than just her going, was that you? Looking over at Nikki Cross, was like, you and Nikki Cross goes, and then they're like, okay, we'll just be silent then. Braun is so much better than that. He is so much better than that. Mm-hmm. This, as you mentioned, is not why he got over. He opens it up, and it's the sheet mask. And instead of just letting it sit and letting it resonate, they did a Windows Movie Maker 2005 cut to a still, like, it wasn't even a photo. I think it was a screenshot of Braun wearing that mask years before. And I'm like, duh! And they and they leave it up there for like seven seconds. Like, I'm literally there just staring at him like, okay, okay, what? What's next? What? Because there's nothing that happened. I will say this though, because I agree, the whole thing, the the whole thing was awkward and a little strange. What I did like, you know, is that Braun pulled out the mask and was a little freaked out about it. it wasn't exactly well acted, but he was a little <laughs> yeah. freaked out. It, he wasn't like, and then tossed it aside. And that's one thing that at least I've been talking about regarding the fiend and Bray Wyatt. He has to get into your head. So that's that's his whole gimmick. So if you start normalizing what he's doing or not being afraid, it sort of loses its appeal. That's why the whole thing with Goldberg pissed me off real, real hard. Um, so at least he saw the mask. It sort of – it felt like there was some memories <laughs> coming back to him. Like he was in a cult. He was brainwashed in a cult. I hope they lean into that when they yeah. do that retrospective next week. That will be really good. It, we'll see how it goes, but – Overall, the Bronze, segment Bronze was, a little, be was a little awkward. Braun's got to be better at reciting the, the scripted lines, though. Because if mm. we get a retrospect and he's doing it like that, well, you know, I was in a cult, and I'm like, man, come on. You're better than that. I interviewed the guy. He's such mm-hmm. a naturally charismatic dude. And they're doing Bray versus Braun Strowman at Money in the Bank, not The Fiend. And somebody said, oh, well, I think that's a better option. And I'm like, well, I think the best option is not mm-hmm. at all. Just don't do it. Don't at have least not him. for the title. Yeah, because this is the same issue we had at Hell in a Cell. It's the same issue that we had before. And you know what? I'm okay with Bray Wyatt losing matches. Mm-hmm. But you, Bray Wyatt doesn't have to be in the title picture either. There you go. Man. 
because ultimately that's not his motivation. And if anything that the uh, that, that WrestleMania taught us is that his motivation is not titles. It's there's one part that's revenge on his hand, and another part he wants he wants to get into wrestlers' head and, heads and have them discover their dark side. That's his mo. The titles feel secondary. Speaking of ridiculous things, WWE is filming Money in the Bank matches starting in their headquarters, going all the way up to the roof. Now, I've got some more coming on FightfulSelect.com on Saturday, so subscribe there. I'm working to finalize some some confirmations. But Eloquent sent a super chat and says, do you think it will be cinematic? Yes, I think it will be to a degree. I mean, it it is to a degree. They, they filmed it. It's in the can. But, well, it's not in the can, but they filmed it. I'm interested in this. It is literally the same idea as the triple cage from <laughs> WCW, but I get the feeling it's going to be much, much better than the triple cage from WCW, Warren. And if we're going to do ridiculous shit that shouldn't be done anyway, I'd at least rather see ridiculous shit that I have not seen before like this. I have so many questions. The first and foremost, did they... Did they furlough all their staff that they needed to furlough before shooting? Because, my God, then you come in the next day or on Monday and you've had sweaty sweat wrestlers sweating all over your stuff. You're like, no, 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 no. Like this could potentially be (laughs) – this could potentially be a biological hazard. Uh, There's – then after that is like, okay, uh, uh, did did they fly everyone in? Like, look – let, I, I want to see how all of this turns out, but right now I'm caught between this is a great idea and a bad idea, and it all has to do with the context in which we're living in. Because, I, again, I like them. I like the idea of trying new things out. You have to try new things out in the context that we're living in, but there's also the context in which we're living in. It's a, it's a weird one. I'm I'm morbidly curious at this point. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, some of those questions you asked, I will have answers to tomorrow on Fightful Select. Working on a couple confirmations, but that's wild. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice sends a super chat and says, Can you imagine EC3 and MJF as a tag team? Do you know if Double or Nothing is going to happen in an empty arena? Uh, yes, I would imagine it will happen in an empty arena. It's not happening at the MGM. I don't think MJF and EC3 need to be a tag team. I think they can both stand alone and do their own thing. I think they're too similar to put in a tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, if Tamina wins, she gets a title shot. And let me tell you, Sasha Banks put in her extra work tonight, which is no surprise. Yep. She usually does. But Tamina can't do anything, Morin. Mm-hmm. And Sasha had to bump all over the place and carry this match and make sure it stayed on track. There was a mm-hmm. corny t-shirt interaction that turned hilarious because... Sasha's like, here, I brought you a shirt for real this time. And Tamina's like, this is a small. I wear an extra large. And she throws it at Bailey. And Bailey's like, fine, I'll wear it. <laughs> I love that. But I, I I like that Sasha sort of turned around to at Bailey. And it kind of gave me the impression that Bailey gave her the T-shirts. Like, here, here, here. You And Sasha was like, the hell, man? Didn't you check the size? I, it, cute, it was a cute interaction. I liked it, too. It was funny. So Sasha's bumping all over the place. And then Lacey Evans comes out to run off Bailey, who had been on commentary and kind of got involved. And Tamina wins with a super kick inside and outside the ring. 
That's what she's got. She got that super kick and wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks should not be losing matches to Tamina, even if there's a larger story at play. I mean, I, I just don't see it. I don't understand why. I don't see the upside in Tamina. What, she's going to lose to to Bailey? Okay, cool. I don't need Sasha Banks to be losing to her along the way. Like I said, even if there is a grander story, which we find out what the grander story is, Warren, it's Lacey's fist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you like that, Sean? So Lacey cuts up. The promo was good. But then when she holds up her fist and she has Sasha with the circle and the the mark through it, I'm like, oh, man. It seems to me she's done that before. And I'm trying to remember against whom, but it was on, I'm pretty sure it was on NXT. And I'm wondering if it wasn't when she was feuding with Candice or I feel she, I feel she's done it before. And I just can't remember whom exactly. Um, yeah, thank God. Thank God. Thank God Sasha was there to make Tamina look like a million bucks because and it's not Tamina's fault at this point. Her her body is just banged up. She, she she's come out of surgery. She can't move. So, yeah. I mean that it's WWE's decision to put her in a ring. So at least everyone's doing their part to make this look mm-hmm. believable. Like the part where um because because they dropped a another uh, another nugget here in the Sasha Bailey storyline moving forward when Lacey attacked Bailey on the outside. You they sort of cut to a wide shot of the ring where you saw Sasha. And she was laughing. She was going, <laughs> yeah. She was giggling. And I was like, okay. The, the 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 little seeds continue to be sown here moving forward. We're not quite sure this friendship and, is going to last. And there was no reason for Sasha to care that much about the match unless she really wanted Bailey to not defend the title. But uh, WWE doing their part to get that that Snooka SEO to change a little bit this week, considering Dark Side of the Ring. Review up on FightfulSelect.com. It will be up on Fightful.com this week as well. But Christian Burden said Vince is probably happy about all this because we we are all this. Because if things were normal, we'd be focused on, focused on him probably covering up a murder. I don't think we would. I don't think we really would. Even though I did have a wrestler in the company say that they were shocked because they didn't realize, they didn't know all that. Because, I mean, hey... That was almost 40 years ago at this point. Deep in kayfabe. Deep, yeah, yeah, and not something that's out there, that dark side of the ring stuff. Uh, Nabil Shadhari says, small detail, but I wish Sasha's entrance went straight into the tuba, trombone, or whatever, uh, plus Snoop, rather than starting with her old song. I think it'd be much cooler. What do you think about that, Warren? I agree. I, I, I don't think we need the, I don't need, we, I don't think we need the opening salvo from her old from her old theme. I agree. Completely 100%. Just dive right into to Snoop's uh, remix. I agree. Anakin JMT says crazy idea have AC3 go to MLW. Uh AC3 doesn't need the exposure and that's largely what those deals are. MLW has a proven track record of if you get on our show, you will get a look from these other companies that pay better than they do. And it, it used to be the Evolve formula. Don't pay as mm-hmm. much, but you know what? You're going to get that look. And I think you, you stand a better chance at getting into WWE or one of those companies if you do go to MLW as opposed to Evolve. Because at least then people have the opportunity to see your stuff. And Court Bauer is the wrestler whisperer, man. He got 
low key and ACH and Teddy Hart to all work effectively on his show for at least brief periods of time where a lot of people couldn't and he, he's got the a way of maximizing people. So I don't think EC3 needs that though. No. Seamus defeated Denzel, Dijon Mustard, Dijonet. It's not that hard to pronounce. Dijonet. 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 I mean, I don't know what the issue is. These NXT guys that don't have established runs are turning into like regular mm-hmm. enhancement guys, and I'm okay with that. Sure. And I mean, it gets them. You know, it's it's always the work that they put in, right? Part of the part of the training at the same time. They are working TV. Uh, they're they're working against real established people. Like I mean, he, he worked the ring with uh, he worked in the ring with Sheamus multiple time uh, champion in WWE. Held multiple belts, Money in the Bank winner, Royal Rumble winner, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he you know, there's not much that Sheamus hasn't done. Sure, that's a nice little notch to your belt right there. Sheamus threw some nasty elbows, hit a brogue kick, mm-hmm. won. That's not the story of this. The story is him being unhappy about WWE highlighting Jeff Hardy and his return more. You know, that's a match I haven't seen a bunch of. Even though Mm -hmm. Sheamus has been around for over a decade, Jeff Hardy's been around for 25 years at this point. I feel like we haven't seen that a lot. And I'm rather interested to kind of see how it unfolds. I agree. Uh, I mean, as interesting as it can be at this point, because, I mean, let's be honest with each other there. A little up there in age in their career. We're not going mm-hmm. to have, uh, we're not going to have Team Extreme Jeff Hardy. We're not going to have uh, the younger Sheamus. However, you know, Sheamus had a bit of a career resurgence with the Bar, right? That helped him out quite a bit, and I think reestablished him as a as a powerhouse, as a dominant, uh, strong power based wrestler. Clash of Styles can be interesting. We'll see how this goes. Two established stars. It's a credible feud, if anything. It's a credible feud. Why not? They had one eight-minute match in 2017, and that's it outside of tag matches. So I don't remember that match. They haven't done it to death. I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm not cool with WWE flying Jeff Hardy out last week and not using him because Vince couldn't keep his mind made up about whether or not he wanted to be taped or live. Because that's irresponsible, Warren, and that's one of the things that we we were complaining about was yep. the fact that he did stuff like that. Because you, they, it looks like they're not going to need Jeff for like the next this week or next week. But they brought him out because they thought they were going to tape a bunch of stuff, and uh, I don't like the way that unfolded. It, you know, it's uh, I'm sure it's a question of old habits dying, uh, not being able to. To, to, to die away, essentially, because that's essentially Vince McMahon's MO. You just fly everyone in, and then you get the scripts. Vince switches things around. He's like, no, we're not doing this, pal. We're doing this. Um, I mean, it, there's probably a bit of that where he, he he's in a bubble. Let's be – let's Vince lives in a bubble. He doesn't – he's not connected to what's going on. So to him, it's like, no, we're doing live. So if we're doing live, we're doing live the Vince McMahon way. You're here or not, I'm – I'm the guy who decides whether I use you or not, whether I'm putting your life in danger or not. That's oblivious to me. Yeah. Anakin says via Super Chat, Denzel's last name is way harder to pronounce than Dijakovic, and that's saying something. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree, and I disagree for multiple reasons. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He was Dominic Dijak on the Indies, or Donovan Dijak. Donovan, yep. He was. That's even his first name was easier. They added all these extra, extra syllables in, and I didn't need that. Not only that, for all the people they take names from, Warren, we've mentioned this before. Dijak in all capital letters sounds awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that if he ever ends up on Maine. That's the first thing that's going to yes. go. It's such a weird, yes. weird, weird decision. Uh, yeah, there's too many consonants in his name for it to be palatable. No, it's weird. Howard Finkel video airs. It was outstanding, as mm-hmm. all of these are for WWE. He's going to be missed. I encourage you guys to take a look at Jeremy Lambert and Joe Holbert's look back at Howard Finkel. And I'm sure me and Jimmy are going to talk about it on Wednesday. But he he was the GOAT, Warren. The... There's to me, there's two iconic voices when it comes to WWF professional wrestling. It's Mean Gene and it's Howard Finkel. Uh, that that guy, that guy was just pro wrestling. He, the minute that he announced a match, you, it just, it was part. It's not even part of the the routine. It's part of the fabric. <laughs> Pulling out some jargon that we've heard recently, but it's true though. It was part of the fabric of professional wrestling. That was the voice that boomed out and echoed and gave you the winners, the announcements, and it felt it felt good. It was it, I, I think it just it, it created all the the positive chemical reactions in your body when it was time. It just all worked, and it part of it, it, it was his voice, his natural talent, his God given talent, and we all benefited from it. Yeah, we sure did. Um, he he will be missed big time. The WWE hacker is back. He shows tag teams and says that some people keep their friends close and enemies closer. I'm interested. They did have Sasha and Bailey in there. So, you know, it feels like the obvious choice, but they had, you know, they had the Usos. They had the, I will say there is a coincidence. There is a, there is um, uh, something to be said about the fact that the Uso, not the Uso, excuse me, but that the New Day won the tag team uh, titles again. Not to spoil, but at this point, everyone's watched watch the show. But uh, and and they were in the hackers' uh, preemptive strike, basically. His uh, the truth is coming out. So maybe there's something there. Maybe there's a reason why the New Day are uh, got the titles back because maybe they're going to lean into this and maybe. Finally give all those people who want a New Day breakup. Maybe they're finally going to get it, which would be a mistake. I don't know. But 
as it stands right now, it feels like Sasha and Bailey is the most obvious route here. Rob Wilkinson's a super chat and says, speaking of fists, check out my OnlyFans page. <laughs> Fun show tonight. Do you see any released talent being re-signed before hitting the indies? Uh, I could see Ryder, maybe even Slater, because again, I th- I fully believe that they're going to do a gender Drew story, and I could see them integrating Heath into that. And Ryder, I think he'll find his way back because they'll everybody there likes him. Mm. Yeah, and I think this is going to be—he's going to take this opportunity to rebuild, rebuild his stock, you know, in the in the way that he did back in. What was it? 2010. When he when he started doing his online his online stuff, he's going to do the exact same thing, and he's going to become he's going to become essential once again, and they're going to want him back. the The thing here is that, and I don't want to minimize the 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 gravity of what happened and the drama that happened, but in there's no such thing as never say there's no such thing as never in WWE. We have seen. Bret Hart returned to WWE, and if there was ever a guy that in everyone's mind was like, this guy is done, he's never coming back, burned bridges, blah, 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 Vince likes this kind of stuff. He, he likes he likes calling people back. And There's a gag on BTE where, where they, they get punched in the mouth. Oh, yeah, I like that. I want to see more of that. Yeah, he, yeah. He loves that. He loves that stuff. Warrior, I'll, Bret Hart, Bruno, they all came back. Hey, and I, I even shot. remember – yeah, absolutely. And I even remember uh, listening to uh, Jim Cornette at some point when he was talking about the time he went to uh, induct the Rock and Roll Express into the Hall of Fame. And he was saying, you know, I show up at the arena and I walk past Vince who's, who's working and Vince sees me and he stands up, takes off his, his headset and he goes and he gives him a hug and he says, welcome home, Jim. You know, yeah. and Cornette's like, that's how Vince is to him. You leave on good terms. This is home for everyone who's worked for him in the past. So, you know, yeah. you never know. I want to say classy move of Dolph Ziggler wearing the Hawkins and Ryder shirt tonight. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, good on Dolph Ziggler, a guy who's been there forever. Uh, I thought that was really classy. Anakin JMT said, did you see Slater's new shirt? It's great. It's it fantastic. Was, it was the I Got Kids shirt, but it says I Got Fired. Brilliant. And honestly, from what I had heard, he needed a fire lit underneath him, and I think he will. And uh, if 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 there's any indication based on the people that he's hung out with in the past, getting fired from WWE seems to be a pretty good fire that gets lit underneath him. Do I think he'll be WWE champion? I do not, but <laughs> I think there's a good chance we see him facing Nick Aldis for 10 pounds of gold before the end of the year. I think so, too. And speaking of, B Meg says Warren is NWA the best way for Slater to shine. Yeah, absolutely, it's a absolutely. Company. Yeah, it's a promo-driven company, and he, the the guy can talk, and he has uh, he has all the chops to do it, and he can get into some great promo battles with some great folks over there. Him and Eli Drake, him and James Storm. Uh, come on, it'll be good. And Anakin says we never thought we'd see Gender win the title, and that's a good point. You can't never say never because if you would have said. Hey, Sean, is Gender going to win the title after he got released the first time? I'd be like, no. I would have thought that Heath stood a better chance. So I don't know. You, you... I just – we don't have to bring back those dark days, though. Hannah Moore says Shane Helms told Heath to add on my day off to his I got 
Meyer's shirt. Oh man. Oh. Damn. Damn. Uh I I'm excited to see what a lot of these people do next. That's another thing we have up on FightfulSelect.com. We look at what each of these wrestlers, what we think they're gonna do next. So check that out. But uh I know what Sonya Deville's gonna do next. Oh. She's gonna be the subject of my recently revived Sonya Deville Stan account. <laughs> Holy crap. What? It, it's the thing is, the reason I get so frustrated when stuff like this happens is because we sit on this show and we scream about people like Sonya not getting the opportunity to be good long before this. And she pleads for Manny to hear her out. And I'm like, man, why didn't she just send her a text message? Why is she doing this? I hate this. Well, then she she hits and she's like, you're the most selfish person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I knew that as soon as you found somebody like Otis, you would kick me to the curb. Ooh, this was good. Now, mm-hmm. admittedly, when she said that she thought that Mandy had been doing a lot of gagging, I was like, oh, sh-. Yep. No! I thought it was going to be bad. But, but no, it, she was making fun of Otis's appearance, not not exactly. his giant dong, his alleged giant dong. Now, big dong Dozovic. But she said that Sonya came out to Mandy's theme, waving her magazines. She was blurred out in mm-hmm. the entrance video, and mm-hmm. then she tried to conspire with Ziggler to help them out and get her mind on the right track. And says that Mandy's pretty, but she's a dime a dozen blonde that doesn't have any talent. My only qualm with this promo is they did the thing they do with every every women's promo with any depth. Yes. And do you know what that is? Bitch. <laughs> every one of them. But damn, that was good. That was yeah. amazing. Warren. And this was because I also saw people doing, oh, she did the Alexa Bliss swerve. But we could, we didn't see this coming because we have never seen Sonya cut a promo, like no. cut a proper promo. So we didn't we didn't know what was coming up. And if anything, when she came out and she was like, I've been trying to text it. We were like, OK, is this, this is the route we're going? No. Then they turned it on uh, 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 on their head. And what I liked about her delivery is that she she was hurt. Told it's me, not a place. Told me last of, year she was getting acting classes, by the way. Well, there you go. And and I'm pretty sure her camera time that she had on Total Divas probably helped out a great deal as well. Uh, because it's not all reality, guys, by the way, FYI. Um, I, I really liked her delivery because she was hurt. Th- that's the thing is that she, she – the subtext that you get out of this is that she really liked Mandy. She liked Mandy as a friend, but she had these apprehensions. But she wanted to believe that Mandy was a better person than what she than 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 her natural defenses created for her, right? And then Mandy went around with with Otis, and she was like, "I was right. I was right." And it breaks my heart that I was right because, like she said, right? She said we've been together since Tough Enough through NXT. Yeah absolution fire and desire we've been through it all she believed in this relationship and this friendship she wanted mandy to be better my own my only qualm with this situation was that they they 
was uh, Mandy calling out the looks thing, which I think is a little too catty. I don't think it's always a looks thing when it comes to women because you never hear guys on roster betraying them, being betrayed and then saying, well, you're getting all the pushes because you're too handsome, you know, kind of thing. That said, since it's coming from such a place of hurt, I think it's okay that they dive into this. I think it's so, it may be something she regrets saying. I don't know. We'll see. But this was good. And this was something that had to be done for Sonya. I've been talking about this since WrestleMania 36. They have to make her evil and conniving. And she said, I am going to dedicate my life to making your life miserable. That's fantastic. And I hope they really, really, really do. Uh, I should mention Lacey said much of the same about Sasha earlier, but this Sonya promo just blew everything out of the water. Ziggler comes out and seems sincere in trying to gain Mandy's trust, but Sonya punches her. Ziggler's upset. Otis comes out shaking his dong. Like, I don't know why he was doing that after his girlfriend got punched in the throat. That was weird, but a good segment. That's the thing he he has to tone down. It it was like that that one moment where he caught – Mandy he saved her and he was going like this, you know, when he, when he's supposed to be like yeah. the, the romantic, the, the awkward guy. He, he, that's the kind of thing. He just has to tone down a bit. I think it's in his nature to be goofy, you know, this and the, the, the Dolph stuff, we have to underscore this, how nuanced this whole angle is because Dolph could just be like at this point, just completely turn on Mandy yeah. and said, you made your choice, you know, and then he becomes a son of a bitch as well. But no, like, he really does care about Mandy, and his feelings are hurt. And he, he, when Mandy clocked her, he was like, hey, what are you doing? This is not what I came out here for kind of thing. I'm trying to win back this girl that uh, we had a thing for about a month together, but sure. I really feel something for her. It's a good nuance, and it's different in wrestling, Sean, that they're maintaining this despite it all. Dolph isn't 100% heel here. We, we're not quite sure how to feel about him. I like it. I do too. And WWE needs more of that, I think. Mm-hmm. We saw Baron Corbin whip Elias's ass all over the place. And the beatdown, I thought, was fantastic. I thought it was really good. But then when Baron Corbin says, You will bow down to the king. I'm like, fuck, man. You were doing so good. And then you gotta <laughs> do that goofy shit. And it's like, okay... Of course, no Baron Corbin feud can just have one match and move on. No. You got a 50-50 him. You got to make sure that nobody cares about him by the end of it. You got to make sure that everybody knows it's inconsequential. Uh, Any uh, brief thoughts on the beatdown? I don't know why they're going back to this feud. Nobody cared about it. Jimmy Van said, and if you want your partner to do a lot of gagging, you're welcome, Sean. You know what? I'm not doing their ad read tonight, Jimmy. How about that? Tim Traver, throwback, took care of us. They took care of us. No ad read tonight. Joseph Farley says, Sean, why do you have a Milwaukee power tool under your desk? Is it Milwaukee? What is it? A, is that a brand or is it a, a place? Uh, I lean on the arms of my office chair and the bolts like kind of push it loose. It's a problem with these Serta joints. So that's why I do it. Eloquent says, what do you think of those EC3 promos? I think they're good. I think they're from a pitch that uh, he was putting together, but... Uh, very good, and I really enjoy them. I I think that plays to his strengths an awful lot. Anakin JMT says, silver lining to all this, indie scene just got blessed with a bunch of talent. That's the thing. A lot of people wondered who were the next batch because AEW, 
ROH, WWE, and Impact really took a bunch of them. But then AJ Gray emerged, and Danhausen emerged, and Eric Stevens came back, and mm-hmm. you had a lot of people like that. You had Warhorse emerge. RJ all, City. Uh, yeah, whatever. Does he wrestle? I've not seen him do a move. I know he talks a lot. I know that's all I know. <laughs> but but and especially I find in as far as women go, like having Sarah Logan and Deanna back on the indie circuit is fantastic because I feel like uh, with NXT gobbling up a lot of the women and AEW as well, despite the fact that you know you still have a lot of the Impact women who do work some dates. Uh, Triple A indie women uh, stars aren't yeah aren't they're 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 a dime a dozen these days. I think that's going to be good. However, of course, yeah, we're all happy that the indies are a little more repopulated, but there there's no shows right now, and yep. that still sucks. That's the unfortunate thing, and I know there are a lot of people that have a pipe dream of oh May May first. No, you ain't you ain't gonna be doing indie shows on May first, buddy. Sorry. Anakin says, can we get Triple H to come out, tell Corbin he's the king of kings, beat him down, break him down, and let Corbin move past this gimmick? Yeah, or they could just film another king of the ring and have him drop it. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that seems like a smart thing to do right now. That's interesting that Anakin brings that up because that's what I'm thinking they're planning for next week for Triple H's big 25th uh, anniversary. You know, where he comes out, where Corbin comes out and says, you're the king of kings. Well, I'm the king. You have to bow he- down. And then he eats a pedigree. Didn't he say, hey, boss, there he is, or something like that, after he beat up Elias? Like, I feel like he made, Did some, he? I feel okay. like he made some comment. Gulak versus Corbin, Sasha versus Lacey, and qualifiers next week, and the women's tag match. But qualifier tonight, Dana Brooke and Naomi put one on. Like, I mentioned mm-hmm. Naomi's offense being on or off some nights. It was on tonight. There was no boo-boo face for her losing tonight. She went out of her way to make herself and Dana Brooke both look good, and they both did. She walloped Dana Brooke with some Mm -hmm. strikes. Carmella was not happy about Dana being in the Money in the Bank qualifier. Dana says she can do both, and she might have to. Uh, I love that Dana landed the Batista bomb, and I'm glad she kicked out of the rear view, because that finish sucks. 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 Yes. But Dana wins with a sunset flip after a gnarly missed split legged moonsault. This match slapped. I loved it. Yep, and it wasn't it wasn't too long, and uh, I liked the pace of it as well. Uh, surprised by the result, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not because I don't like Dana Brooke, but I what you know I guess it's cool down Naomi time, right? She's way too hot. You got to cool gotta eh, cool her down i don't know if she's way too hot right now because i've not heard a crowd react to her uh, i'm okay with dana getting uh yes. getting a shot she's earned that and naomi has had that opportunity multiple times dana hasn't and I, i'm okay with that uh, but i thought they they both rocked it in this match it was really good much of the same can be said about daniel bryan defeating cesaro in a money the bank qualifier this is my kind of match stiff strikes yep. Good submission, fun transitions, and they're built for this. You see the sharpshooter, the yes lock, a big lariat. This was like strong style SmackDown. It was really Mm -hmm. great. This match would have been a lot better if half of it didn't happen during the commercial. But Gulak kept Nakamura from interfering, and Brian got the win. This was fun. I loved Cesaro catching Brian uh, off of a crossbody, then just like... 
Yes. Yep. Puts him over his shoulder and then flips him over into a backbreaker. Chef's kiss. That like, was. I think the springboard European uppercut he used to do is one of the prettiest moves I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That one to me is the one I look at, and I'm like, I, when I see that on SmackDown video games, I'm like, no, can't do that. And then he does it. Then he does it. Then he does it. This was good. There, there wasn't a lot for me to say about this, but I'm digging Gulak and Brian together. Absolutely, it's it's a combination that's working that's working real well. Uh, I think that you know the 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 trio of artists is also working really really well, um, uh, despite the fact that Sammy's not there. Nakamura's there. I like the finish too. You know where Nakamura's like, I'm going to interfere, and Gulak pulls him out. Nakamura shoves him, tries to go back in. Gulak's right back on top of him. I like that. You know, just mixing up mixing up the trope a yeah. little bit is is good too. Keeps us all on our toes. Fun match. I really liked it. My favorite match tonight. Hannah Hannah Moore brings up a good point. Can't film King of the Ring until Woods comes back. Yeah, I want to see Woods in a King of the Ring and doing good. Let's mm-hmm. see. It's been November, December, January. About six months since he's been out. I, I know his evaluation date was originally May or June, but that's an evaluation date. You never know what kind of setbacks you can get, but I agree. Yeah. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, some wrestlers do have schools. Do you think we might see a wrestler open their own Promo or acting school, Ryder and Heath could print money. I think they would have to be proven on like serious promos, comedic promos, a lot of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, Hawkins already has his own school, and it's a very successful one. He trained MJF, which we won't hold that against him or anything, but he did train MJF. I could see that there have been a lot of finishing schools that come about, and then they quickly fizzle out. Like That's just the unfortunate reality of the situation. Reminder, donate a super chat, get your question or statement read on the air. And uh new SmackDown tag team champions. And this was a unique one. And it was a good match, too. Mm-hmm. Whew, this was a sprint. Biggie is <laughs> over there telling <laughs> he's like, screw your lights, screw your monitors. And I would love it if he was like, the only reason I'm doing this is so I don't get fined. So that's why I'm doing that. <laughs> that way it explains 20 years of this happening, but he gets suplexed onto it. And then after the commercial, it goes right into like super kick, skull crushing finale, figure four. And then Big E deadlifts Miz into a big ending and wins the tag titles. This was a sprint and it's one you got to see. It's fun. And yeah. I don't like singles matches for the tag titles, but they made a little bit of sense of it. Okay. You see Kofi celebrating at home. Xavier celebrating at home. I thought that was cool, too. I thought this was a fun way to, to end SmackDown. And Andrew Lovelar sent a super chat saying, Beyond sick of New Day having the tag belts again. I'm okay with it. I don't really care who has them. Hey, you know what? Uh, I love New Day. And I love yeah. Big E. Big E was a ray of sunshine. Yes. Absolute. I, I was talking with Kristen as we were watching. I said, he is a delight. And she started laughing. But he is a delight. He is. Uh, he, yeah, and then making out with the belts on the after. Oh. I'm like, hey, dude, there are people who have to touch those belts. That's the Derek Davis. Have touched those belts. Derek Davis sent a super chat and said, I don't think the way Big E treated those belts was COVID-19 sanitary. I didn't see anybody wipe them before he licked the chrome off of those. Hashtag blue chew. <laughs> They're getting a free one there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gross. Uh, gross, the, but, man. Um, I, I the the story of the match was the pace. 
it was a it was such a a a, a, a it was a fun paced match. It was good. I myself was was like, uh, okay, let's have the single guys again fight for the titles. But it was good. I love the New Day. I think they I think they work. They should never ever break up the New Day. It's such a good act. Uh, regardless, it always works. And uh, Xavier Woods was indeed celebrating with his uh, with his confinement beard. I don't know if you noticed, but it's starting to rival Jeremy Lambert's. <laughs> That was such a fun aspect of this show. I really liked it. Uh, the line drives into Super Chat and says, The Titan Tower Money in the Bank match is just an excuse to remake the Super Bowl ad from the 90s, if we're being honest. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm kind of glad they're doing it there because they're going to move out of that facility in six months. Get a couple more memories out of it. Why not? Sure. Tim Traver sends one and says, My dad and I just want to bless the Fightful family. Hey, you did, buddy. That Super Chat was very generous. I thank you. You're one of our most loyal followers and subscribers. And I definitely appreciate all of you guys who do that and subscribe to select and send super chats or even just watch us. Like when you leave a thumbs up, when you subscribe, when you do all that stuff, leaving nice iTunes reviews in the situation we're in, that means a lot. And uh, right now there's some people in WWE not in such great situations, Warren. NXT's... Uh, Latest round, not latest rounds of cuts, but a round of cuts were revealed today. Now, these cuts happened a couple days ago. I had heard about most of them, but I thought that it was, I thought it should be more on the people themselves to kind of make that announcement. And the only one that we revealed was Tino Sabatelli because we got, we confirmed it for somebody else. But uh, Tino Sabatelli was sort of a surprise. Mm -hmm. He's gone, 36 years old, was on breaking ground, had missed two years due to injury. Uh, you have 29-year-old Nick Ogarelli, who is Nick Comoroto from the Monster Factory, 29. He's probably the one with the most upside, I think, out of everybody, legitimately. Cesar Benoni, who's 33. Tanera Conti, 24, who walked out of NXT a few months ago. Mars Wong, who's a part of the WWE's expansion into China that did not work. Dorian Mock, who used to be Dan Matha, you might remember him from being on NXT TV a few years ago. They had these vignettes building up, and it was just, it was it was a swerve for Samoa Joe to beat him down and write him off. Mm -hmm. Also, John Quasto, Kathy Campanelli. This is in addition to MJ Jenkins, Deanna Perrazzo, and Alexander Yaksik, I think it was. So, exclude Perrazzo and Jenkins from what I'm about to say. When I look at those names... Alexander, Mock, Mars Wong, Conti, Cesar Bononi, and Sabatelli especially, it seems an awful lot like a lot of muscle guy projects mm -hmm. that just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. And, it, I mean, we've seen this formula before. There will be several of these people that exit the wrestling business completely. Mm -hmm. there, there, there will be. Uh, I... I'm I'm surprised by Sabatelli uh, because uh, the um, at the t before he got injured, I thought he was developing a real fun gimmick with Riddick Moss, where they I were like, too. where they were like these just these guys who had too much money, and they actually started feuding with the Street Profits. The Street Profits were hanging around their car. I, it was a Jag. I don't remember, and yeah. they were like, "Hey, you guys, you know." So that, I thought that was interesting. It wasn't, and and he was a good worker for a big guy. I thought he was he was really good. Uh, so I'm surprised a little bit at that. Uh, Tenara Conchi, yeah, so, 
it makes sense that she's she probably just accepted the deal out. She was like, "Hey, you know what? I'll I'll go," kind of thing, because she did walk out. But still, you know, WWE did put some time in her, tried some stuff out. I felt she was improving. We can forget that Santana Garrett match that she had a couple of uh, a couple of months ago, which was one of the poorest TV matches we had seen in a long, long time on NXT. Oh yeah. Um, but I honestly think I don't know what her next move is. Wouldn't but, be shocked to see her do Bloodsport. Oh, that's a good call because she does have she does have some legit martial yeah. arts training. Uh, that's a really good call. I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up on one of the TV promotions. I really don't. Even if it's just as enhancement talent as first or to get some good uh, exhibition matches, I think there's uh, she she has she has upside. You could do a lot worse than having her in the not formed AEW developmental with uh, Sadie Gibbs and Anthony mm-hmm. Agogo. To me, the one that will keep going if if you said. Hey, you got to pick one of these people that were revealed today that's going to keep going. Nick Ogarelli. He wanted to be a wrestler. He went to the Monster Factory mm-hmm. to be a wrestler. A lot of these people went to a WWE tryout and got hired. Uh, also, I should say, Cesar Bononi, despite what he looks like, he wasn't like a model hire. He had wrestled for several years before WWE signed him. It's just he was doing that wrestling in Brazil. And ain't none of you all watching Brazilian wrestling. Let's, let's be honest. But he was brought in with a group of people like King Constantine and Thomas Kingdon and Dan Math. These these series of hires that it's like, okay, this this isn't the indie. They had the indie guys, then they had those type of people. But I hope all these people land on their feet. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate hearing about anybody losing their jobs. And I, I have some more information on Fightful Select about all that, so... Make sure you guys check that out. Anakin JMT rounds out our super chats and says, want to congratulate Sean on his handling of the positive COVID-19 test. He handled it very well. Number one, dude, in my book. Uh, Warren can attest, that was not something we took lightly. That was something, what was it, last Wednesday night? I I ran Mm -hmm. by you and Alex, and I was like, I don't know what to do about this yet. And tried to hit WWUP Wednesday, and they were like, hey, you writing a report about this? I'm like, well, I can't yet. I don't have a confirmation from you or the person. And then when I got the the memo on Saturday, I realized I was able to run that. So hopefully uh, there were some safety measures that were taken as a result because some of the staff didn't know. But Mm -hmm. that is a messy situation. But I want to thank all of you all for being here. Warren, tell the people where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. I got uh, videos going up every Thursday night, 9 p.m. live if you want to talk a uh, recap of a week of wrestling. Well, that's where you show up. Go subscribe. It's a good time. Otherwise, find me on Twitter at Mr. Warren Hayes. And guys, this weekend, the Big Show Show review from Alex Pawlowski. Oh, you damn right. I made him watch the Big Show Show. I appreciate all of you guys. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.